They say money can't buy you happiness, but what it can buy you is your choice of assisted living or memory care communities. So what do you do when your loved one doesn't even come close to being able to afford that assisted living you drive by every day on your way to work? I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and today we're going to take a look at senior living options for those with limited budgets. Your best option may just be finding the right person to help. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Welcome to the show. If you've been a listener for a while now, you may remember me talking about how shocked I was when I first started working in senior living years ago. I couldn't believe how expensive it was. And I started my career in senior living working in an independent living building. So there were no services other than housekeeping and one meal a day that was included. And the rent was as low as $1,200 a month. But back then, that seemed so expensive. Fast forward to today, where you might be able to find a deal for around $2,000 a month. And again, that's just for rent. But the rent can be as high as $6,000 a month, and maybe even higher if you're looking at a really large apartment in a very nice building. For years, the buzz has been about getting ready for the baby boomers when it comes to senior living. You may be listening right now, driving by brand new construction of a brand new senior living community. But the truth is, most of those new buildings and the existing ones are private pay, meaning that you have to have the money to afford them. Families ask us all the time, what are we supposed to do? Their mom, their dad, they have maybe $900 or $1,200 a month in Social Security benefits. Maybe they have a modest pension as well. But in many cases, this amount per month doesn't even come close to paying for the needs that they have. For this episode, we're going to presume that your loved one has no assets, no investments, no home to sell. And we're going to take a look at four possible options to help pay for assisted living or memory care. Now, some of the options we're going to talk about may not be available to you, but we've worked with a lot of families that didn't even know they were an option. So we're going to start with VA aid and attendance, and then we're going to talk about long-term care insurance in-home care, and Medicaid. VA Aid and Attendance is a specific program for veterans with very specific requirements, including the veteran has to have served at least one day during wartime. There's also a financial requirement and other military service requirements, as well as care needs requirements. Now, we're not going to go through all of those in this episode, but I am going to put a link in show notes so that you can take a closer look at the benefit. And this particular benefit is also available to the spouse of a veteran. So as of the taping of the show, it's $13.18 a month for a surviving spouse and $2,050 for a single veteran. And it's in addition to other income 
like that small pension or that social security that we talked about before. We've worked with many seniors who, because of this benefit, were then able to find more options for assisted living and memory care. The second option is long-term care insurance. And I wanted to talk about this in this episode because many seniors purchased these policies years and years ago. And we've worked with a lot of family members that had no idea that, that their mom and dad had this benefit. Now, just like the VA aid and attendance, there are qualifications that have to be met before you can actually utilize the policy. And the other thing about these policies is they are all over the place. So there are many different types of policies and payouts and rules. It all depends on the insurance company that it went through and and what was purchased. So it's definitely something worth investigating though, because if you have this policy, it can really open up your options as far as choosing a community. All right, let's talk about in-home care. This can be a really good option for families who aren't able to provide some of this care themselves or maybe live out of state. It's an option where you get to customize the plan. So you're paying for a certain number of hours. Maybe it's even just a couple of hours a day or even a couple of hours a week. So let's say your loved one just needs help showering. And this can include things like cleaning the house and providing meals running errands. And so that's something that you can plan for and is a little bit easier to afford because we're talking about $28 per hour to maybe $45 per hour, depending on what you need. And of course, depending on where you live. So the last option that we're going to talk about is Medicaid. And this is actually where most of the clients that we work with that are on a limited budget This is where they're falling into this category. Now, Medicaid is different from Medicare. And we actually did a show about this a while ago. I'm going to put a link to that in show notes so that you can take a look at that as well. This is an actual cash benefit that is paid directly to the provider. So it's not paid to the senior. It goes directly to the provider, whatever that is, assisted living, in-home care, memory care. And each state has its own system, its own requirements. For instance, in Missouri, if you're needing assistance and you're on Medicaid, then you'd be looking at living in a skilled nursing facility. And in Washington state, there are actually several options, skilled nursing. There are some assisted living and memory care communities here that do take straight Medicaid. And then we also have adult family homes here. So you have a few more options. I actually feel pretty lucky that I live in Washington state where we have all these options. But the truth is, even though we actually have more options here in Washington, and there may be other states out there that do, it can still sometimes be difficult to find a place that's the right fit, that can provide the care, that's willing to provide the care for what the government is willing to pay. And we're not going to go into a ton of detail about Medicaid, but basically there's going to be a nurse assessment. And then the state, based on that assessment, based on your location and the the needs that you have, they're going to say that they will pay this amount of money per day. This amount, by the way, I've seen less than $70 per day, and that's a 24-hour period. So this is really not a lot of money. 
And you can start to get a sense for why it might be difficult to find a place willing to accept that small amount of money. On a side note, the government does not allow you to receive both Medicaid and VA aid and attendance at the same time. So you have to decide which route is going to be the most beneficial for you and choose that one. And then a long-term care policy will most likely make you financially ineligible for either of those programs. Let's talk about being ineligible. What if your loved one doesn't qualify for a program? What if there is no long-term care insurance policy or they don't qualify for that policy yet? This is where families get so discouraged and even angry, and I don't blame them. At the top of the show, I talked about that best option may actually just be finding someone who can help. If you're a regular listener, you also know that I own a company called ClearPath, and this is exactly what we do. We help families find assisted living and memory care, and many of the families that we work with are in this exact financial position. At ClearPath, we're actually a member of an organization. It's called the NPRA. This is a national organization, and it lists agents like us all over the United States. And so there are places that you can go for help. I get really mad about this sometimes, too, that there aren't more low-income options. There are so many seniors out there that are in this position and families who are already stressed out about their loved ones' declining health and medical issues and everything that they have to go through. Just know that there are so many people who want to help you, whether it's with applying for the programs or finding the right place that will accept Medicaid. So don't give up because it is doable. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. Make it doable.